the most beautiful place in the world, where a Tar Heel blue sky blankets Murphy on its way to the Tennessee border. It's a long way from Raleigh and the Outer Banks, but we're living in Carolina too. In fact, you might call it Extreme Carolina. With more, here's Michael Borkman. And down south to the land of the pines, I'm thumbing my way in North Carolina, staring up the Welcome, welcome everyone to the show, Extreme Carolina, the show that focuses on great people with great stories who prove in their everyday lives that anything is possible. We strive to bring you relatable life lessons from interesting and inspiring people as they live out their purpose on this earth. And today, it's time for some good news you can use, because today we have a special guest, the in the inaugural, I think I said that right, or something close. The first guest, how about that? The first guest on the show is my good friend, Stephanie Johnson, who is the, the director of the Clay County Health Department. And welcome, welcome. Good morning to you, Stephanie. Good morning. Awesome. We do appreciate you joining us here on Extreme Carolina. This has been such an amazing uh, adventure getting this all set up to get going on a podcast. Hello, gang. This is Michael Levi Borkman. Thank you for tuning in to Extreme Carolina. Today's interview ran a little long, so we had to cut some out. Yeah, that happens sometimes. But don't worry, we got you covered, folks. You can catch the entire interview on my website. That is the brand new website that you can catch over there on the World Wide Web. It's called MichaelBorkman.com. And now, folks, back to the show. Tell me, what's, uh, what's happening now with the, with the virus? Get the, I think the first question, I only have time for one or two. The first question I want to get out is to what's going on? What message do you have for the local residents here in Clay County? I'd say the overall message that is going to be important for our citizens to know is that we have spent a lot of time in the preparation work, knowing that um, things were going to happen, they were eventually going to come to us. And so what right. do we need to do to prevent uh, a mass devastation. Uh, mm -hmm. um, we really focused the first couple weeks on just spreading the message of mm -hmm. um, prevention as it relates to basic hygiene, uh, ways that you can clean and disinfect surfaces, um, also what to look for in the virus um, should you contract it. What do those signs and symptoms look like? So that was really the main focus of the first couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. um, then as we moved into our first and our second and our third case was, all right, uh, we're all going to be focusing our efforts on contact tracing and mm -hmm. trying to get ahead of the virus and it's okay. before it got out of hand and um, our contact tracing group has been amazing. We've worked really well together and that includes our surrounding counties. So that includes Cherokee County, Towns County, Union County. We've all worked uh, really hard and we've worked really well together so that we can okay. be on top of it. Um, from there, we're really looking at now at what does that 
um, opening look like? How do we recuperate mm -hmm. back into normalcy? So right. here at the health department, along with um, like Hayesville Mayor, um, some of our chamber members, how can we support our um, local businesses, small, medium size, um, what have you? And how do we right. get them prepared for what they need to do in order to open back up? Wow. Well, that is great. Uh, you did say, what do you need to do? I guess, and that's a big collective, and there's all kind of opinions on that, too, about what to do and what not to do. We do know that the states that are connected to us, one being Georgia and the other one is uh, Tennessee, they are opening up. And we haven't opened yet. We're still kind of under quarantine a little bit, but we just have to keep continuing doing what we're doing. But you said something, and I want to ask before we shut off here uh, or before we go to the next phase. This, what to look for if you think that it may, you have contracted it. So what is it that you're looking for to make sure you don't let it go too long? Right. So there are a couple of different things that we're seeing, especially locally, right? Mm -hmm. um, first and foremost, it is important to remember that uh, we do have a lot of pollen and uh, with mm -hmm. comes a lot of seasonal allergies. Uh, mm -hmm. And sometimes those can be a little bit confusing. So if you think that you have potentially contracted COVID-19, mm -hmm. you really need to call your physician's office or you can call here and we do a screening tool. So we're going to ask questions like, uh, do you have a fever? If so, what were those temperature readings and how long have you had it? Is it controlled mm -hmm. by uh, like Tylenol, over-the-counter medications, things like that? Mm -hmm. okay. uh, and then we're going to ask you to um, how you feel when you breathe. Mm. Seasonal allergies. Sometimes you feel a little bit in your throat and then uh, your mm. upper lungs, and that right. is not consistent with COVID-19. So that's going to be more your lower respiratory. Um, ah. Really difficulty inhaling, exhaling. Um, that's more of a severe symptom, uh, and it's one of those things where when we're done with the screening tool, we're going to be able to direct you as to whether or not testing for COVID-19 would be appropriate. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds good as to the initial uh, making sure that you, if you do think you contracted it, first thing to do. So uh, what I want to do right here is to, I want to take a quick break and uh, let, because uh, we got some announcers, <laughs> the sponsors actually, <laughs> that we want to let get in. So, we'll, so we'll, we'll take a break right here, but uh, we'll be back and uh, to let everyone know and to talk more about with the executive director or the director of the Clay County Health Department, Ms. Stephanie Johnson. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. We'll be back. We're going to take a break and we'll see you guys on the other side. Thank you. Tar Heel basketball, Cam's Panthers, Asheville's eclectic nightlife, and the Great Smoky Mountains. It belongs to us too, out here in extreme Carolina. Once again, here's Michael Borkman. Awesome. Well, the uh, that's very, very important. You know, I like what you said, and I've actually heard it before about um, instead of just running wildly, oh, man, I don't feel good. Let me just walk in here today. You're probably exposing all kinds of folks. So I like your answer. First and foremost, just pick the phone up, call your provider. Yeah. Or if you don't have a provider, you can call the health department. Right. And, uh, and if that's the case, uh, while you're on the line here, just throw that number out there and take it call. <laughs> and uh, this will help them because a lot of folks will see this. 
Yeah, um, so our health department number is just 828-389-8052. We okay. do have an established COVID-19 line. Uh, the extension is 110. Okay. But uh, we do have different protocol here. So if you're coming in for testing, we have you go to a separate entrance. We have you stay in your vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a more private entrance as well. So right. um, it keeps you out of the main parking lot. Uh, but then it's also good for us because um, mm-hmm. our nurses can go in and out right. of this back hallway and sure. um, not potentially expose um, like our babies that are coming in for their immunizations and, and yeah, things like that. Yeah, we don't that. want to expose babies now. Yeah, right. we want to keep well, them actually separate. Actually, nobody, but definitely <laughs> right. <want> babies. Yeah. <laughs> but but, yeah. I, but I like the, the fact that you, it's important that people actually pick the phone up. If you can't get your provider, then call you guys. Don't just walk in. Don't even just drive in. You know, just call you. And if and if and most of us today we have access to the internet and we could just go there. As a matter of fact, I know you guys got a website with stuff on it. Would you want to throw the website uh, number out there or or URL? What well, you would you ask me that because I don't know. We actually just merged. <laughs> <laughs> we actually just merged in with. You just um, merged. Yeah, so all of our county uh, government departments are now okay. under one um, one website. Big website. Okay. Yeah, so well, thanks a lot for that. Thanks for calling me out, Michael. I appreciate it. <laughs> not really call you out, but I mean, we weren't really prepared, but that's okay. This is what we will do. We will put it on the show notes because we'll you have go. that there afterwards. You You'll give it to me. You'll send it to there me. I'll have it. I'll load it up and then there we'll have it on there. And we're very, yeah, we're very active on our Facebook page. Um, so we're okay. on there multiple times a day. Um, we are okay. accepting questions uh, through the Facebook Messenger portal. Uh, okay. That way, questions uh, don't get lost in the comments on the videos mm-hmm. or on our ticker that we post. Perfect. So we will make we will help you guys out with doing that. So thank you so much for the uh, for the uh, in, the information, and we will do that. Now going forward, uh, you guys aren't so crushed with the uh with having everyone just show up and call all the time it's kind of calmed down a little bit so you but in other words all hands are not on deck as much you guys are back to shift work again i wish uh, not so much (laughs) not so much oh my goodness are you still close to uh all hands on deck we're still probably uh for nursing staff um and myself we're probably around uh 10 to 12 hours a day uh six hours or six days a week Six days. So, are you shorthanded? No, it's just um, we're a, a small staff in general. Yeah, and we want to be sure that we're doing things uh, the right way. And okay. where state and federal guidance changes sometimes two, three times a day, we're always mm-hmm. doing a lot of research. We're always on the phone with our state consultants, saying, "Hey, what about this? How do you feel about this?" And um, getting their opinion in on everything that we do as well. And um, again, being so close to so many other states, we're calling them because, again, they're different and they've got different right. protocol. So right. when we're dealing in a situation like we had last week at the care center, uh, mm-hmm. we've got staff um, from both Georgia and uh, from North Carolina. So what does that mm-hmm. look like? And uh, being sure that we're keeping up with the best communication that we can um, right. and being sure that everyone knows what they need to know so that they can make the best decisions for them and their staff and them and their counties. Well, you know, now speaking of staff, so, and I know it's the health department. Do you guys ever have volunteers 
or I know that would be a little scary, you know, right now to just have volunteers walk up. But do you have volunteers? You know, obviously, after you've tested them left and right, make sure they're good. Do you have volunteers? We do um, have we have had them, but it's in special cases. So um, last week when we were uh, doing all the testing, we did have uh, Jeff Ledford, who uh, is down from, he's an EMS um, RN, and he was able to come and assist us with some testing. So utilizing the community partners that do have skills in particular areas, it's easier to fit in, especially when we're in a crunch time. Right. So um, for that instance, yes. Uh, but general volunteers without specialized skills assisting us in something particular, um, not at this time. Not at this time. Okay. Yeah. All right. But Jeff Lefford, shout out to Jeff. I know yes. Good guy. Uh, yeah. He's, um, yeah. And that makes sense because he's a specialized skill that, that, that would definitely help at uh, this time, of this time that's going on. Yeah. You know, the, um, you know, that. That leads me back to a little bit of your background, and uh, which we know, by the way, is military base. And thank you so much for your service once again. We appreciate that. Uh, but you worked in some serious health issue uh, places when you were in Grenada, the Ministry of Health and Education back then, and uh, the uh, West Indies and private health clinics. I mean, your background is long. And you've done, and I guess the military is the main reason why you did that. When you went into the military, was this, were you headed into medicine to, to, uh, no, it kind of diverged? (laughs) So, um, no, actually I joined the army and, um, I came in as a chaplain assistant. So it was much more of a spiritual religious kind of calling and yeah. And, um, spent eight years doing that and, um, then it was like, you know what, I think I really want to pursue uh, higher education. Mm-hmm. And so that's when um, I started school. I went to Campbell uh, and I got, uh, I, I knew I wanted to do something in healthcare, but I, I wasn't quite sure exactly what. Right. Uh, finished up my bachelor's at Campbell University. And then, that. yeah, and then uh, I got the opportunity to go to St. George's Medical School and do their mm-hmm. public health program. And um, honestly, I think that it was something that, um, I mean, it just kind of happened, um, right. but it is a tale overall of just serving. And that's something that's been consistent no matter what I've done or what I've pursued is having the opportunity to give back and mm-hmm. to serve and um, do something that's not about me. And, and everything right. I've done, um, I think that that's the, the common thread is uh, having the opportunity to, to serve. Well, and that sounds like that's something that uh, is in your DNA. I mean, did you, were your parents uh, in serve of some type of service of, of another or it just popped up? No, um, I think it's one of those situations where growing up, you um, you can stop and look around and mm-hmm. see the need. You know, you can you see things wow. a little bit differently. You see that um, there are areas in your life that you wished um, maybe would have been more blessed um, as a result or an act of, of something. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think that that was probably what did it, just watching and observing and saying, hey, you know, 
there's a need there. I know that there's a need and it's something that I wish I would have had or something that I wish I could have taken advantage of or had the opportunity to explore. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's been an interesting journey, but it's been good. <laughs> it sounds like it. Uh, the And you got involved with the uh, human services to part of it and uh, the CDC and uh, prevention and those viral hepatitis. As a matter of fact, the place that you're at now in Clay County Health Department, I personally have been in there. You guys got state-of-the-art facilities. We do. I mean, you can quarantine the heck out of somebody if you need to be. <laughs> <laughs> and We've got seen... a, we're blessed with a great facility, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, well, see, and that's something people need to know And in terms of local citizens. You know, if there's, you know, if they're concerned that they have to travel to get the type of care that they want and need, they can stop and say, oh, wait a minute. Oh, Stephanie and them over there at Clay County Health Department, they got world-class facilities. And uh, I don't think people know that you guys are there with what you got. I mean, I know some some people know, but I don't think it's widely known here in the area. Are you, yeah. Do you think you guys have that problem of, of not being known? I think that, um, well, I know that a lot of community members do utilize our services mm-hmm. just because we do offer just about everything. Uh, I've never been in a health department that is diverse uh, okay. as it is in terms of services um, and, and programs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely um, been a wonderful experience learning about um, all mm-hmm. those differences and, and the different aspects of public health and how it can work so seamlessly together. So it, that's definitely a good thing. Uh, we do, Great. yeah, we do um, have a lot of um, wonderful equipment. Uh, the The leadership, mm-hmm. when they were building this this building, um, right. they thought of everything. And uh, it it's amazing to see a facility like this in public mm-hmm. health because you will not see it uh, throughout the nation. And I've been That's all around the nation. <laughs> and wow. it, it, yeah, public health is not like this um, through, I'd easily say 95% of the nation. So um, Clay County has a, a wonderful, wonderful setup that they should be very proud of. Well, speaking of the setup, which is, it is world-class. Do you have the, all of the tools necessary to run it the way you think it should be ran. Is there something that you're in need of or you don't want to, you know, blow up or you don't want to roll in down under the bus? I know you don't want to do that, but, <laughs> but you are the director, so you, know, you can say what you want. So uh, what is it that um, that you think you guys may need that you don't have? Well, Great way to put, yeah, great way to put on the spot. (laughs) No, um, I think honestly, we do an amazing job with what we have. And I think that there are some other wonderful opportunities to expand our programs um, so that we can make more of a difference. So uh, most recently, um, we have really expanded our mobile dentistry program. So uh, we do offer Medicaid dental services uh, for both Clay and Cherokee County. And um, really in the last year, year and a half, we have amped up our mobile dentistry uh, for our students. 
So um, we, I I believe, um, just from the school year from the fall, obviously we haven't been able to operate this spring, Mm -hmm. uh, but we had an additional 2,240-some-odd patient encounters that our kids needed that they may not have been able to have otherwise. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that was over 2,000 opportunities to Mm, um, touch the life of our kids to, um, you know, teach them about good oral health and um, to help prevent those chronic diseases. So really, if, if you're asking me that question right now, I would say it would be wonderful to um, have the funding and the, the staff to continue mm-hmm. that program. We are looking uh, to add another full-time dentist. Uh, so we would have two. And um, okay. that's, that's kind of our big goal right now. So if uh, yeah. anyone out there listening is a dentist, <laughs> give there me a go. call. Yeah, give me a call. And we can um, do that. Yeah. Well, there you go. Perfect. Problem solved. Well, it has been my pleasure, my honor. And thank you again for being on Extreme Carolina. And uh, we just like to say thank you once again as we jump out of here. And we're going to let everyone know that Extreme Carolina is committed to you, our listeners, to bring you leaders and newsmakers such as Miss Stephanie Johnson that are passionate, purpose-driven, and making a difference by listening to their stories. Extreme Carolina listeners will have the opportunity to refuel, reconnect, and get inspired by unlocking the power of the people. Thank you so much. God bless you. Be safe, take care, and we'll talk soon.